Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy. Leslie Marshall, good afternoon. Welcome, welcome back. Only true democracy and talk radio of four and by you, the people. Joining us on the line is Dan Wells, president of Airline Professionals Association, Teamsters Local 1224. Dan, thank you for joining us. I know you're traveling and thank you for taking the time. Uh, I hope you're safe with all the crazy weather and just crazy situations that go out. <laughs> yeah, I am at this time. Thanks for having me. We appreciate it. Calling you uh, from Hong Kong uh, today. Um, well, absolutely. Glad, glad to have you. What, what time is it over there since I don't have my international law time? It's uh, it's mighty early. Uh, right now it's about 4.30 in the morning. Um, oh. Uh, tomorrow morning for you. I don't think my husband would get up that early for me. Thank you, Dan. I appreciate it. Um, the Teamster pilots, uh, pilots with Allegiant Air are authorizing a strike. Uh, talk to us about this because people need to know uh, the treatment of these people that we put our, you know, lives in the hands of when we get on planes and they do uh, so very well. And I feel they need to be compensated uh, properly. Uh, so let's talk about why the uh, pilots are having this strike and authorizing the strike with the Legionnaire. Great. Well, well thanks for that, uh, Leslie. Thanks for letting me uh, uh, have a word with you today to, to get the word out about their plight. Um, the Legion pilots are a great group of uh, uh, working Americans. Um, they organized the Teamsters in August 2012 um, because their company uh, failed to live up to an agreement that it had with them to, that provided for pay and working conditions. Uh, we have uh, tried diligently for two years to negotiate with the company in good faith to get an agreement. Uh, to absolutely no avail. Uh, they've completely ignored um, the uh, proposals we've made uh, to get uh, to a fair working wage and work rules that are common uh, across the industry. Now, are, are there the Teamsters pilots that are striking, it's obviously just with this airline and the treatment um, and the resistance to give them what other pilots receive with other airlines is just with Allegiant Air, to, to be clear, correct? Yeah, that's correct. I mean, this, this is the Allegiant Air pilots who vo- voted for a strike. And uh, if that does come to pass, uh, those pilots who fly for Allegiant, who operate Allegiant aircraft, will be on strike. Other Teamster pilots will be there in support for them, uh, picketing and otherwise, but uh, they will not be striking their airlines at this time. So the people understand who aren't familiar with strikes or, you know, strikes within the airline industry, although, you know, I, I certainly uh, am knowledgeable about that. this, not only being very pro-union and somebody who travels a lot, but knows my news and my history with my job and has to. Um, when you have pilots uh, who authorize to strike and overwhelmingly vote to do so, as they have with the Legion Air, uh, does that mean that the airline can't operate or do they bring in uh, pinch hitters, if you will, to fly those planes? And if that's the case, that would make me very concerned as a traveler. 
<laughs> yeah, you, you would write to me, Leslie. Um, that, that's uh, correct what you said, that uh, the airline basically would, would not be able to operate because the pilots uh, that it has are the ones that they have trained. And, and the member of the FAA requires a high degree of, uh, excuse me, a large amount of training very specific to that airline. Uh, and only those pilots that uh, are employed by Allegiant can, in fact, operate their, their airplanes. Now, it is true that if we do, in fact, have a strike or so-called economic self-help, the company can do what they want to, which means they could, in fact, try to bring in people to take those people's jobs. Um, but, however, uh, I am highly confident uh, that that is a near impossibility, both because of the fact that the company could not possibly train uh, people in such a uh, short manner. And, you know, I can just tell you in, in today's environment, uh, pilots, you know, whether they're in our union or other unions or otherwise, know full well that if you ever were to cross a strike, uh, a picket line or a strike, basically, against Teamsters, that your career is not going to work out so well for you. So oh. <laughs> practical possibility, but uh, if you see airplanes flying, I sure wouldn't get on one. Absolutely. Now, of course, the pilots are represented by the Airline Professionals Association. That's Teamsters Local 1224. Um, and when we say a vote of overwhelming, 465 uh, to 8. And so that people understand, you know, you know, sometimes unions, especially with the crazy conservative voices on the right, Dan, uh, want to make, you know, unions, you know, look like a, a bunch of people that every time they don't get their way, they strike. But when you look historically at the numbers, that that's not so. Um, and this is not something, this is not a decision that people come to lightly, right? I mean, this is a contract they're asking for simply just, you know, saying, hey, we, we want a fair contract. It didn't have to come to this. Um, so speak to that, would you, Dan? Because this is, I, I want people to understand, this is not something, you know, people go, oh, damn it, I don't get my way, let's strike. This is something that they don't take lightly uh, because they, the people that are pilots, I know pilots, it's not just a job, it's a career, and it's a love of what they do. Sure, no, you're exactly right. And and to the point of it not being taken lightly or done quickly, yeah, we, we put a, a tremendous amount of effort uh, into uh, attempting to negotiate or collectively bargain is the word, with the company, and that means you know countless uh, hours and days of preparing proposals and putting things on the table and, and trying to talk with them to, to get to a deal. The problem with this particular company um, is the owner is is very ideologically motivated uh, against union. He's very very anti-union, so he has refused even to do that bargaining uh, with them. So it is you know with great frustration that we get to this point that we have to bring some pressure to bear on the company to get them to pay attention to uh, negotiate and get to a deal with us. Uh, and just to make clear, it, you know, even though we have filed for the proffer or you know, requested the release from the NMB, um, the, the process that we're in uh, that, that requires us to do so before we can get a strike, we will do everything we can between now and the date that we can and will go on strike to try to get a deal. We're not, we're not just, like you said, walking off and, uh, in a huff uh, because we're angry uh, at something, we, we are going to do everything we can to try to get a deal in the meantime. But this is a necessary step for us uh, to get this company uh, to pay attention, uh, to come to us and bargain in good faith. Now, now, let me ask you, Dan, this individual who is um, anti-union uh, and has this political ideology, uh, you know, we all have our beliefs, but this guy shouldn't even be in this job. I mean, seriously. I mean, pilots have been in unions and not just, a, you know, at this uh, airline, uh, but in the United States since before this guy was born. I mean, this is obviously the wrong position for him and, and, and not a place to bring your personal politics. <laughs> well, 
Uh, you and me agree on that for sure, uh, Leslie. But it, but it's unfortunate. You know, many times in the airline industry, there, there there is not a wide breadth of people that are in the management there, and they tend to recycle uh, from one carrier to the other. In fact, this gentleman, his name's Maury Gallagher, by the way, uh, came from ValueJet. We all remember that and how badly that ended. Oh, my God. Do you want a good story real quick, Dan? I kid sure. you not. Okay. Um, my husband and I, and um, my, my, my husband is an Arabic last name. Marshall is certainly not that name. But he was born here. He's not Arabic. He's not Muslim or anything. And it wasn't after 9-11. And we were flying from, uh, you know, Los Angeles to someplace on ValueJet. It was sort of like a quickie weekend getaway. And this was a few years ago before we had kids. And we did more of those then, right, as we all know. And we went up to the counter to give you an idea where this guy comes from and the mindset, you know, regarding how to run an airline, customer service, that kind of thing. And um, actually, I think my husband had a conference. My husband's a physician. And we went up to the counter, and the woman looked at our our, our passports because I think we were going to Mexico. And she said, wait right here. I kid you not, over an hour after asking people what's wrong, we're not on any watch list, we're American-born, and what's going on, we missed our flight. And I think because it was a conference in which they were paying my husband to speak, we got to fly first class. We don't always get to do that, but that's kind of fun. So they put us on a flight much later. They put us in the back, like, you know, in separate, you know, rows and seats. When I got there, say we were PO'd is an understatement, wrote to like the president of the company. He called me and here I think, wow, great customer service. You know what he said? You know, basically, ah, like stuff happens. Sorry. I was like, but, I mean, not even like, hey, here's a ticket for some free peanuts for some peanuts next time. <laughs> well, you know, unfortunately, I, I, I think that that kind of service has continued at the Legionnaire. They're exactly. Service. But, you know, and, and I can't I don't know um, what of that to blame in Maury, but certainly the same um, type of a methodology of running a company is there. Yes. Uh, and that and that has exposed itself in many areas. You know, in addition to our fight with them uh, as employees to get a fair, uh, you know, wage and, and fair working conditions, we're very concerned about the condition of the company, uh, the operational structure of it, and the many uh, problems that they've had in the last few years. Training programs that have been shut down, uh, fleets that have been grounded, uh, continuing maintenance problems, and so forth. And and for me, this is difficult or, or a little scary because again. These were many of the same elements that led to the demise of ValueJet. Uh, And I think that whole uh, uh, manner of running a a company can certainly be laid on on Maury's shoulders. So you say about him, you know, not being a job. Well, you know, I agree, but he is is the president CEO. It's it's their their company and the the, uh, board's decision on, on what to do. But I, I fully agree with you that the, that we should, as citizens should not allow somebody who runs a company to bring their ideology or their beliefs uh, and and express them through the company, including ones that are anti-union and anti-labor. I mean, those are are about as core American values as you can get, and it is coincidentally required by law that they they handle labor unions uh, respectfully. Uh, And this company absolutely has not done that. In fact, he makes – he's quite proud of the fact uh, that he doesn't do that, and he makes a point of, uh, you know, speaking out loudly against unions um, uh, in, in, in any shape and form. So, 
this is a real battle for us uh, with this this person here, and uh, we're very much hoping that with the threat of this uh, economic sanctions against them that, the, that a strike, strike would bring, that that will bring them to the table and finally uh, do some uh, bargaining in good faith with us. Uh, but if not, um, we are prepared to take what, what we, the next step, which is to uh, go on strike against the Legion. When you have uh, pilots voting yes uh, to authorize uh, to, the union to call for a strike if necessary, it doesn't mean it's going to happen tomorrow. It doesn't even mean it's going to happen next week, as you said, correct? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, again, we're under a mediation process with the National Mediation Board. Uh, we, on Friday, uh, sent a request for them to release us, is, to cut it short, which means that they no longer will try to mediate a solution. Um, if and when they grant it, and I'm confident that they will, uh, a 30-day clock starts from that point of view, uh, sorry, from that point in time. And at the conclusion of that 30 days, should we not have a uh, collective bargaining agreement agreed to, then the parties are free to go into economic self-help or a strike. Uh, so, you know, it's if you want to look at in terms of a date, I can't give you a specific one. But, uh, you know, uh, I, I can't see March uh, eclipsing without something uh, occurring at Allegiant Airlines. And, and also, when you, when you talk about laws, there is um, and, and a continuation by Allegiant to disregard a federal court injunction. And that injunction was ordering it to restore the pilot's work rules. Um, so, you know, obviously, you know, voting to strike, I think, is only, you know, beyond fair. How, how can an airline do this, disregard a federal court injunction and uh, not restore a pilot's uh, work rules? And could you tell us about some of those work rules? Sure. I mean, thanks for bringing that up. And it's really just a continuation of what we said before of this person's uh, ideological um, uh, way of running the company. Uh, They truly believe that they're above the law, uh, that they can do what they please. The short history of that is is before the Teamsters were organized there, they had an in-house group. Uh, that had an agreement with the company, which which the court upheld as being a, an agreement, a, you know, a legal collective bargaining agreement. Uh, and they had certain provisions in there for, you know, the, the way sick leave was handled, the way that schedules were drawn for pilots, uh, which, of course, strongly affects their quality of life and their pay. Um, and the company, right after the Teamsters uh, were voted in, retaliated, retaliated against the pilots. I mean, they, they sort of verbally said so, uh, and withdrew a lot of the, the, the benefits that they had previous to the Teamsters uh, um, organizing there. And, of course, that's against the law. So we had actually had to go to federal court uh, to get this rectified. The court found in our favor, which, as you know, is a difficult thing to do these days for uh, labor unions against corporations. But we won uh, uh, overwhelming victory in this, in this case with the injunction. The company has yet to rectify uh, those claims by the court. They're basically defying the court at this point. Um, so that, that will be yet another uh, chapter that will play out uh, depending on what the National Mediation Board does. Because unless and until the company rectifies those, uh, those disputes, which are ca- qualified as major disputes under the, under the law, we also have the right to, to strike because of that. So it'll be a very interesting situation in March with uh, Allegiant. Dan, what can people listening do? You know, what can the general public, if anything, do to help this? This has been a two-year process that, you know, feet dragging by uh, this airline, by Legionnaire. Well, I, I, I think the, the best thing to do is, is pay very uh, close attention to uh, the news, uh, especially if you have any thought of uh, flying on Allegiant Air. 
um, uh, you can uh, pretty well be assured that uh, there will be some disruption sometime in May. I, I, I would be very hard for that not to occur. Um, so if, if people are planning on Allegiant, then they, they need to watch very carefully. We, of course, will provide uh, all the information we can on our side uh, about the status of our uh, agreement or not with the company. Uh, I can't uh, tell you uh, thank you enough uh, for this information, Dan, for all your hard work and also getting up so early in the morning to talk to us. Have the lettuce wraps I hear in Hong Kong. They're awesome. Haven't then? You would probably know better than I. Dan Wells, thank you. Dan Wells, president of Airline Professionals Association, Teamsters Local 1224. Please follow the Teamsters on Twitter at Teamsters and check out the website Teamster.org so you can find out all that this great union is doing for so many hardworking Americans. Your toes in the sand. An ice-cold drink in your hand. Waves lapping on the shore as palm trees sway in the tropical breeze. Sound like paradise? This is winter, St. Pete Clearwater style. With 35 miles of white sand bliss and warm gulf waters, paradise is closer than you think. Visit awardwinningbeaches.com to plan your perfect getaway to St. Pete Clearwater. Voted the best beach in America by TripAdvisor. Your toes in the sand. An ice-cold drink in your hand. Waves lapping on the shore as palm trees sway in the tropical breeze. Sound like paradise? This is winter, St. Pete Clearwater style. With 35 miles of white sand bliss and warm gulf waters, paradise is closer than you think. Visit awardwinningbeaches.com to plan your perfect getaway to St. Pete Clearwater. Voted the best beach in America by TripAdvisor.